Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Yesterday, we learned about Uzzah in the ark. Uzzah was the guy who reached out and stabilized the ark when it was tipping because the oxen carrying the cart it was on stumbled, and he was struck dead by God because he was not supposed to touch the ark. They were mishandling it. God is holy, and this is just an, a story that reminds us of those things. Obviously, that freaked King David out, who was bringing the ark back to Jerusalem at the time, and he decided to put that mission on hold. It was left in Obed-Edom for three months, and now today we're going to pick it up at take two of bringing the ark to Jerusalem. Obviously, this is a time of celebration. This is a time to honor the Lord, to be excited that the ark of the covenant, the presence of God is coming to Jerusalem, and this will be a celebratory scene. And it'll also have David's first wife, Michael, not real excited about what's going on. So we're in First Chronicles 15, 25 and following. So David and the elders of Israel and the commanders of the thousands went to bring up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord from the house of Obed-Edom with rejoicing. And because God helped the Levites who were carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, they sacrificed seven bulls and seven rams. You see, they're carrying it the right way instead of putting it on a cart like we read about yesterday. Verse 27, David was clothed with a robe of linen, as also were the Levites who were carrying the ark and the singers, of, and Chenaniah, the leader of the music of the singers. And David wore a linen ephod. This also is important. David is wearing just a simple piece of linen, and he's not wearing his kingly garments. He's really kind of dressed down, and for a king, is uh, not dressed the way that you would typically see him, very informally or very, maybe some would say inappropriately, but he's dressed in just this piece of linen. So all Israel brought up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord with shouting to the sound of horn, trumpets, and cymbals, and made loud music on harps and lyres. And as the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came into the city of David, Michael, the daughter of Saul, looked out the window and saw King David dancing and celebrating, and she despised him in her heart. Now, Michael, you might not have heard of before, was David's first wife. She was given to David indirectly as a result of him killing Goliath the Philistine. But before King Saul, who was Michael's dad, gave her to David in marriage, he required David to go bring him a hundred foreskins of Philistines. Now, this sounds really crazy, but this is at a time when Saul is paranoid about David taking over his throne. Saul is trying to put David in situations that are going to get him killed so that David is no longer a threat to Saul. Remember, we talked about this in the Bible overview back in the Samuels. And so he sends David on this seemingly impossible mission. Go not only kill a thousand, a hundred Philistines, but take their foreskins and bring them back to me. And then you can have my daughter. And actually David brought back 200. And this is incredible. The Lord was with David and he spared his life. And so now Michael is David's wife. wife. Uh, She protects David. She warns David and helps David against her dad, who's trying to kill him, but it's still a mess. And, uh, she was still raised by this psychopath who is maniacal and who did not honor the Lord really well at all during his kingship. So you see some of this maybe bleeding out in his daughter during this time. Also, we should remember that David fled when he was fleeing from King Saul. And so he was away from her for 14 years. She was given in marriage to another man by King Saul. And David married two other women during that time. All that's not good. And it's put a strain on this relationship, which is probably part of what's going on. 
So we're in 2 Samuel 6, verse 16. It's kind of retelling the same thing, but adding some elements. As the ark of the Lord came to the city of David, Michael, the daughter of Saul, looked out the window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. They brought the ark of the Lord and set it in its place inside the tent that David had pitched for it. David offered burnt offerings and peace offerings, and it goes on. And then verse 20 says, David returned to bless his household, but Michael, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and said, how the king of Israel honored himself today, uncovering himself today before the eyes of his servants, female servants as one of the vulgar fellows shamelessly uncovers himself. And David said to Michael, It was before the Lord, who chose me above your father and above all his house, to appoint me as prince over Israel, the people of the Lord, and I will celebrate before the Lord. I will make myself yet more and more contemptible than this, and I will be abased in your eyes. So this is interesting. She is basically ripping David for acting in a manner unbecoming of a king. You weren't dressed right, and you're out there dancing around like a fool, and you're doing this in front of all these women, and that's inappropriate. And David says, no, no, no. I was dancing before the Lord, and I was dancing to praise the Lord, because bringing this Ark of the Covenant back to Jerusalem is a huge deal, and God is great, and he's worthy of our praise, and he's worthy of my dancing. He says, I'll even make myself more contemptible than this. You think this was bad? I'm going to continue to praise the Lord in a, in a more vibrant and more real way. And it goes on in verse 23 to say, Michael, the daughter of Saul, had no child till the day of her death. So I don't know if that meant that the Lord miraculously closed up her womb because he wasn't pleased with her response to David, or if it means that David and Michael were never intimate again because there's just this huge rift in their marriage as a result of David praising God and Michael wanting him to act in a more dignified way. We don't know. I'm going to link a song by David Crowder to this in the show notes. Uh, it's called Undignified, and it's about this situation. It says, I will dance, I will sing, to be mad for my king. Nothing, Lord, is hindering this passion in my soul. And here's my question for you, friends, and for me. Do you have a passion in your soul that is just uncontainable? And I'm not talking about dancing around. I'm not really a dancer. You're not going to see me dancing around a lot to praise the Lord. We're going wild like that. But do you have a passion in your soul that really kind of makes you, uh, to a degree, undignified because of your commitment to the Lord according to the world's standards? I hope you do. We live in a day and age that says there's no truth. We live in, in a day and age where ministries and churches are shifting scripture to fit whatever people's itching ears want to hear. And so some of us who believe that the Bible is true, or we believe that there's only one way to heaven through faith in Jesus Christ, it's just a little bit outrageous by today's standards. It's a little bit undignified. But I'm telling you, friends, we need to be undignified if that's what it means to be undignified. We, we need to not conform to the rules of the world, to the expectations of people who are opposed to God. We need to be committed. We need to stick with it whatever the cost is, and even if it means getting ripped by people who are close to us, who we love, and who love us, because our commitment to the Lord is a little bit out of sorts with the ways of the world, then so be it. Amen? Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. 
Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.